So recently I was a guest on another podcast called the Marketing Book Podcast. And during the course of the interview, Douglas Burdett and I, and he's the host of the show, had a discussion about how marketers can sometimes be their own worst enemy when it comes to um, how marketing is viewed within the organization. And this isn't to say that in some companies there isn't some deep-rooted negativity surrounding marketing, but in the majority of time, he and I have both seen marketers be, their, <laughs> be the cause of their own problem. And so if you're sitting there today and you're feeling lousy and you're maybe cruising indeed looking for another job, hit the pause button and listen to this episode because you might be headed towards a repeat performance of the same mistakes. So in this episode, I'll talk about six mistakes that marketers make that lead to lack of respect within the organization. And I hope you'll find this episode empowering and help you to, to be your own solution if you're in this situation. Let's do this. Welcome to Content Marketing Engineered, your source for building trust and generating demand with technical content. Here's your host, Wendy Coble. Hi, and welcome to Content Marketing Engineered. On each episode, I'll break down an industry trend, challenge, or best practice in marketing to technical audiences. You'll meet colleagues and industry friends of mine who will stop by to tell you their stories. And my goal is that you leave each episode feeling inspired and ready to take action. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a quick shout out to True Marketing. True is a content marketing agency based in beautiful Austin, Texas, and serves companies focused in technical industries. For more information, visit truemarketing.com. And now on with our podcast. Hi, marketers. You might be coming into this episode feeling frustrated by your career and your place within the organization. So I want to speak very directly to something that many of us have dealt with in our careers, and that's a lack of respect for marketing. And so today's episode is all about why organizations and leaders and sales might feel lack of respect and tools that you can use to overcome this and earn your place at the leadership table. So I've identified about six mistakes that marketers make that hurt your reputation within the organization. And you may be uh, displaying some of this behavior that's not helping your case. So let's talk about them. The first one is you don't understand the business. And depending on how new you are to the organization, uh, this may be a bigger problem for some of you than others. But for all of us, you know, I have a journalism degree and a marketing minor. And when I went to work for a technical company, National Instruments, it was a daunting task to learn what the company did, what all the acronyms were. It took a long time. And so depending on your situation, this may be something that you have to dedicate quite a bit of time to is understand what your company does, what solutions they offer, why they offer those solutions, and how they're differentiated. And here's the deal, don't fake this. You need to ask questions and you need to engage. And I guarantee by asking smart questions that shows you're interested in what the company does and where it's going, that'll improve your stature at the company. I remember we would have product launches at NI and we'd sit around and a product manager would come in and they would present and we'd all be kind of looking at each other like, 
what did they just say? Because the product manager wasn't understanding that he's not talking in layman's terms enough for marketing to understand before we can dive into those more technical details. And I so respected the people that were willing to raise their hands, call that presenter out on um, not explaining things in a way that we could grasp it. And we had a reset in that presentation. So don't be afraid to be that person, but make sure that first you're studying readily available information so that you're coming in prepared to that meeting, not cold, and you're not asking dumb questions, you're asking smart questions that you need to do your job. Okay, the second mistake that marketers make is they don't interact with customers ever. I can't believe there's a marketer out there that is intimidated by the idea of talking to a customer because there's so much gold to be found in that conversation. So understanding your customers, what does this tell you? It gives you an external view of how people perceive your company and your company's value proposition, which is of course wonderful when you think about um, what you should emphasize in your content, you know, what types of messages you should be putting out there. But it also helps you understand your customers, pain that they experience in their job, how they seek and consume information to make purchase decisions, and so on and so forth. So always a great idea to interact with customers. Be sure to do it where you're utilizing their time appropriately. So um, it might be that you're joining a salesperson on a customer call and you reserve a couple questions at the end that you can bring up you know, naturally through conversation or you know, you know, again at the end of that conversation. So you have to strategize and think about how you do this, but what you get out of it helps to craft um, how you put together your marketing and your content. Okay, so I just mentioned sales. So that's another mistake is that marketing doesn't interact with sales. And why would marketing avoid sales? Well, maybe they're intimidated by them because sales kind of acts like, I don't have time for marketing, I'm too busy over here. Um, or maybe there's just not a culture where marketing and sales interact much, so there's not opportunity. But here's the deal, that's, that's a mistake, right? Because marketing in many ways serves sales. Right? You're generating demand, you're nurturing leads that are gonna be passed to sales. So how do you know if you're doing this effectively if you don't talk to sales and get feedback on the leads that you're creating, on the content that you're producing? Um, so understanding the salesperson's um, job pressures, how they're measured, what they think about marketing, all of those things will help you serve them better and find new ways in which marketing can help make an impact with sales to serve the customer. So start to build a sales and marketing team. Everybody knows that's the best practice, sales and marketing alignment, but it really does start with just interacting with sales, talking to them, getting to know them, and then building towards a trusting relationship. So as you uncover ways that you can help them achieve their goals, you address those ways in, in ways that you're talented as a marketing person, again, with you know, content or email templates or proposal templates or whatever that is. Wow, they're gonna be happy, they're gonna wanna interact more, and then you can start this virtuous cycle of teamwork, working together, of feedback, of all that great stuff I just talked about. Okay, another mistake marketers make is they churn out fluffy content. And if you work at a technical content, you know that fluffy content can be the death of your company's reputation. You can erode trust with your customers. There's many reasons why fluffy content is just terrible. 
So don't churn out crap. However, I recognize that, again, you might be like me, the journalism background. You can't just come up with um, all the great content that's technical and spot on and in terms of messaging without help. And so pair yourself with a strong writer and pair that writer with a subject matter expert in order to have content that is quality, that is technical, that is compelling. Um, and your job as a marketer might be to review that content to make sure that it's on message, that it connects to the broader corporate story, and just that it passes muster. And this doesn't just apply to things like case studies or white papers. This applies to the pages on your website, and this applies to your social media posts. And I see companies make more mistakes with social media being fluffy than anywhere else. So know that any pieces of content that you put out there need to be vetted, need to be quality. Um, so don't be that fluffy marketer because it will kill your reputation. Okay, the next thing you can do to um, be seen as a trusted resource within your organization is to back up your ideas, back up your recommendations with data. There's a lot of research out there, and if you are familiar with true marketing and IEEE Global Specs research, you'll know what I'm talking about, on how engineers seek and consume information to make purchase decisions, on how B2B buyers go about um, which channels they choose, how long the buyer's journey is, how many pieces of content they consume before talking to sales. The data is out there. Use that data to back up your recommendations to show that you meet best practice standards for marketing execution if needed um, to show that. Um, use that data to your advantage because your technical leaders will respect that you are using a data-driven approach. And then finally, I see marketers making the mistake of sharing results or sharing marketing um, progress in a way that's all focused on tactical activities. What you need to be doing is sharing results tied back to business performance. So think of this as you have your marketing dashboard, which is executive level data that shows the impact marketing is making on revenue, on the business. Then you have tactical measures so an example of this might be the open rate and click-through of your e-newsletter. So, so those tactical measures are important for you as a marketer to know whether or not uh, your activities are performing well, your meaning, best practices out in the industry. And then there's some troubleshooting metrics if things aren't going well that you can look to. But when you share with the business, think about what am I measuring that's going to tell the story of how marketing is positively impacting either the business or it might be a campaign. And so an example of this might be how many visits are coming to your website and what is the trend over time of growth in visits, of growth in net new contacts to the database, of growth of quality leads. Um, if it's a campaign, what was the outcome of that, let's say, product launch? So um, that might be number of demos, um, number of people that downloaded eval software. So again, take that step back, put yourself in the seat of that business executive and share the things that most have an impact on the business. And I guarantee if you do that, you'll increase respect within the organization, but also every time you're thinking business first, you're showing that you are earning a seat at that 
table when it comes to business planning, product launch planning, and ultimately a seat at the leadership table itself. I hope this advice was helpful to you. And for more uh, detail on this, check out my book, Content Marketing Engineered, or go to True Marketing's blog, and you'll see even more information on how to earn the respect of your peers and be seen as a business leader within your organization. Enjoy your day. Visit truemarketing.com slash podcast for notes and resource links from today's episode. While you're there, learn other ways to grow your business with content marketing, from educational resources such as self-paced training to hands-on services by the expert True Marketing team. You can also order my book, also named Content Marketing Engineered. Thanks and have a great day.